All right, all right, all right. No intro, no intro. We're diving right into part two. So no sense in belaboring the point. By the way, before we go any further, if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, you know how to do that, right? Just go to launchwithsam.com. Podcast listeners go to the front of the line. You don't need to go through the other uh, funnel, which is Launch My Movement, where you got to fill out the application and all that good stuff. I need to know more about you. Podcast listeners are ready to go. You know to show up, ready to go. All right, we're not there to talk about the weather. We're not there to chit-chat. We're there to talk about you what your dream is, what your message might be, may not be, it doesn't matter. I'll help you with that. And you're ready to go, all right? You're not wasting time. Go to launchwithsam.com, book your time, I'll call you, all right? Could be today. I mean, I'm recording this podcast at 7 a.m. I got the whole day open, the 7th and 8th, because I'm doing client work. Get on my calendar, let's go, all right? I mean, look, for those of you that are really, really go-getters, let me do this. Text me, my cell phone number, 513-582-6570-513-582. 6570, let me know you listen to the podcast and you're ready to go. All right. You're ready to go. You know there's an investment. Look, if you don't have the money to invest, it doesn't make you a bad person. Keep listening to the podcast. There's over 3,000 of them. You can get a long way with that. This is for the person who knows there's an investment and you're ready to get going. All right. Launchwithsam.com. So that tree we talked about on the previous episode with the root of the problem, you're going to just take a saw to the branch? No, 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 no. So let's go back to where were you when you first started thinking about this thing that you want to do? Like you started getting excited about it. You know, were you sitting in a cubicle? Were you driving down the road? Were you thinking, you know, I've got an experience in my life that I would love to share with somebody in hopes that it will just help one person. I mean, that's where all this comes from. It comes from your your heart. It comes from a position that you want to share, you know, that you want to serve, that, you know, you can't, look, in the old days, before the internet, if you really wanted to serve, what I mean, what would you do? You go to your local food pantry, or maybe you go on a mission trip to Nicaragua or some third world country. And not everybody can do that. People don't have the resources, or maybe they don't have the time to do that. Now, you just fire up your, you know, your cell phone can be used as your own digital studio, whether you want to use it for audio or video or both. You know, you can shoot YouTube videos. I just a couple days ago shot, uh, recorded a podcast. Part of it was a YouTube video that I just scrubbed the audio out and made it into a podcast. There's so many different things you can do because you want to come at this from an area of, of service. So why are you complicating it? You know, it's funny because in one, in one sense, you're like, I want to get this message out. I want to get this message out. I want to help people. I just want to, I don't even want to make money. Those are my best clients, by the way, because the money always follows. My best clients are the ones, Sam, I don't care about the money. Let's go. I got to get clear on what this message is. I just got to get this out. It's like I've got this this dam bursting inside of me, and I don't know exactly how to channel it and how to get it done the right way so I don't waste a lot of time and money. Help me with it, you know? And that's the best client, you know, because now you know that you're coming at it from a position of service. The money will follow, depending on how you want to monetize it. There's a thousand different ways to make money with a message. Why would you get caught up in that before you ever get the message tight? You know what I mean? It's like before you figure out what that is and how to say it the right way, why why, why worry about how you're going to make money with it? You're going to make the money with it. So I'm going to go back to the, the first part a couple minutes ago. Where were you when you first started thinking about this? What what season of your life were you in? You know, I know for me, I was in my mid-30s, which I think hits a lot of people, men and women, like, what am I doing in my life? What? Why am I doing this? On a previous episode, I talked about, you know, I was making a good amount of money. Money I never thought in a million years. I remember walking around North Tonawanda in my, you know, I was living in an apartment near Buffalo, New York at the time. And I was just renting. I was paying 300 bucks a month for an apartment. And that was an up, you know, that was an upgrade from my previous apartment. I was paying 133 a month. How do I know it was 133 a month? Ask me, ask me. Sam, why was it 133 a month? 
Well, funny you asked. Uh, I was living with two girls. Strictly platonic. And uh, our rent was 400 a month. And my part was 133. And that's when, you know, everybody went through the phone bill. Hey, did you make this long distance call at 11? Remember you used to call, if you, if you don't remember, then you're too young. But remember you used to wait until 11 o'clock to call for the rates uh, went down? Yeah, we used to go through the cable bill, the phone bill, all the different bills. And, hey, this is one-third, one-third, one-third. And I know how much I was paying rent. I was walking around North Tonawanda one night, and I was walking my dog, Petey, little Boston Terrier. And uh, it was about, you know, February, and I remember it was 1991, eh, sometime in there. And I remember thinking, man, what, it, what would it be like to own one of these houses? And these houses might have cost fifty grand. I mean, that that was my perspective at the time. Like, I thought they were mansions. So, it's it shifts, man. Seasons of your life. And then when I got the car, I got a nice car. And then I got I bought my own house in nineteen ninety four, February seventeenth. You believe that? I still remember the closing date. And uh, my sister, who was an attorney at the time, hooked me up with an attorney in Buffalo, so I didn't have to pay closing costs. And the attorney went through the closing docs and. I, I got the key to my first home. It cost $87,000. My mom thought I had lost my mind. She oh, my God, what are you spending $87,000 on a house for? You don't need three bedrooms when I was your age. I'm like, hey, I don't know, man. That's what the mortgage guy said I could afford. So I just borrowed as much as I could afford. It was legit, man. I couldn't believe I owned my – it was a raised ranch, three-bedroom, finished basement. Oh, my God, I can't even believe it. In North Tonawanda. And then that, you know, I thought I'd arrived there. And then that wasn't a, and so you know where the story's going, right? So I kept buying more and getting more and buying more and getting more. And I wasn't an idiot. It's not like I was, go- I didn't even go on vacations. I just worked a lot, played a lot of golf and drank a lot, chase women. You know, that was my goal, you know, drink, chase women, golf. And that was it. And so when I finally started in my mid thirties, I'm thinking, what the hell am I doing? Like what, what's the end game here? Do I just you know, chase as many women as I can, drink as much as I can. Do I ever lose my pancreas or my liver? Does anything give out at some point? And I say, whoa, 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 whoa. This isn't right. This doesn't feel right. And that's kind of your internal compass. It, 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 it just ain't right. For me, it's the Holy Spirit saying, Sammy, easy ball. Hold, hold on, dude. What are you doing with your life? I mean, this is why you're here. You're going to take the only body you've been given and just destroy it. You're going to take the only life you've been given and just destroy it. No, 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 no. So I started dialing in like, okay, I've got a few kids now. Maybe I should start spending some more time with them. I didn't have a dad. I wonder what it would like to not only be a full-time dad, but what? how would my kids' lives be changed forever if their dad is home full-time? And those are pretty deep thoughts to have in your early 30s, you know, in your mid-30s. And I start thinking, why do I have this job? What, 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 what's it doing to me? Boy, you start asking deep questions like that. What's it doing to me? You know, because it wasn't doing a lot for me. It was paying the mortgage. But I, I, I mean, look, at some point, you got to stop believing the lie that this is the only way you can make money. And, you know, you're that's it. You got you, you can't leave the job. You got to keep. I mean, that stuff's just a lie. It's the golden handcuffs for a reason. You know, so that's where I was when I started having these every day is Monday thoughts, you know, like every day felt like a Monday to me because I was stuck in a stupid job that just felt like it was draining my life, you know, and it wasn't even the job so much. And I, and I think this is when you really dial in right now, listen, listen real carefully to what I'm about to say. Okay. Uh, because this is for you. It wasn't the job. It was the people that I was allowing myself to hang around. That was my choice, my decision to hang around the corporate stiffs. All right. They call it corporate America for a reason because most people are just corpses walking around dead. Okay. There's no life. Everybody's just trying to get to the finish line with the retirement and all that. That's not, 
I don't know why I felt. I just felt that was not what my life was destined to be. I didn't want to be that person. So it's very important to understand where you were when you started having these thoughts and these feelings because that's what's going to keep you going in the game when you start to doubt yourself and say, no, 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 no. hold on, hold on. There's millions of people out there who feel the same way I do. There's seven and a half billion people on the planet. I'm not looking for all of them. I'm looking for the most tiniest fraction of those individuals to start building my tribe. Can I find four or five of them? Oh, my God. Yeah. See, you're thinking just like in your own zip code. I'm thinking all the way across the world. There's somebody feeling the same way you are. So that's got to drive you. That that branch that you're sawing off thinking you're going to change your life today, it ain't going to work. You got to get down to the very root and pull that whole tree up. The tree of self-doubt, the tree that you think you need these golden handcuffs, the tree that you'd get, you need approval, the disease to please. That's killing a lot of trees. That's some great rapping going on right here, man. The disease to please, though. You know, who are you trying to please? If not yourself, if not your God, who are you trying to please? Yeah, like other people, you're seeking their approval. You're thinking that that's going to get this stuff. That's not the way it works. The way it works is you get to the root and you go back to where you were when you started thinking, I got a, you know, I got a message. I know I can share with somebody, whether it's about health, relationship, finances, whatever it looks like, spirituality. I know, you know, it, I'm going to get this thing started. It's going to be a big flywheel that I'm going to start turning. It's going to be slow at first, but it'll get going. Here's the thing. The opposite is true, too. It'll never get going if you don't. It just is never going to get going. You must, must, must make the decision to get started. And then once you get started, now when you wake up, like I did, when I say, oh, I'm just going to get started. I woke up with a purpose. Like my feet hit the ground, and it was amazing. I don't understand it, really. I'm sure somebody can explain this to me. How can somebody who's bankrupt, lost all their money, feel like they gained the world? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I remember after I left that corporate gig, losing all my money and getting made fun of by all the worldly types and all that stuff. How could I feel so enthusiastic when my feet hit the ground? It doesn't make any sense until you do it and you realize this thing they called purpose, living a purpose-driven life. Because I knew my message was going to help people. I don't know how many people. I didn't know I was going to get all these downloads. I didn't know people were going to listen to podcasts. There was no guarantee. I didn't want a guarantee. I just wanted my life to stand for something, anything, just anything other than a job. I just didn't want that. So whatever it is that you want, go to the root of the problem and say, how is this impacting me? What, where's the tree I need to cut down today? And then start planting new seeds right there. I promise you it's going to work out. Not the way you think it's going to work out. It never does. That's not important. You're, you're just a, a mortal human being. Okay, this is way bigger than that. Like your thoughts are way too, it's just, it's not what you think is going to happen. All right, prom- I promise you, trust your boy, trust your boy. I'm still podcasting in a parking lot, man, and it, I love it. I got my coffee here. I'm going to upload these two shows for you today, maybe even a third one, and I want you to reach out to me. Just go ahead and text me and jump on a call today. That's how fired up I And look, my calendar is already full. It's not like I'm sitting here worried about, oh, my God, I need another client. I just, I know this message today is going to hit the person, the right person at the right time. I just know that, and I want you to text me, 513 582 6570 and just say, Sam, I'm ready to go. All right, just say that. Because if you're not, don't text it. Don't book the call. We're going to be on the call 20 seconds. Uh, It's going to come out that you're not ready and we're just going to hang up very nicely, but we're going to hang up. When you're ready, text me. And when you're ready to go, you're going to know it. You're going to feel led to do it. And we're going to have the most amazing time building out your platform and your message. All right, let's go. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. 
another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.